Hey guys, it's Jen. We have another great episode for you this week. Uh, just a heads up though, we have our audio quality is not the best on this one. We had four people sitting around one mic, and so there's parts of it that are a little quieter than others. It's still perfectly listenable, but uh, you might not want to listen to this one in the car. But uh, other than that, enjoy. It's a great episode. We had a lot of fun. Welcome, spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. Are you ready? Yep, I'm recording. Oh, fabulous. Excuse me. All right. Uh, do you, what are we doing? Oh, don't do this. Podcast. We have a podcast to do. Yeah. Okay. Right. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, is this how we're starting? I have no idea. I'm just talking. Uh-huh. Uh, this, is, this is our standard bullshit banter, so forgive us. Um, Jeff, welcome home. Thanks. You're you're here. We're, we're in the same room We're in the right same now. room. That's why the audio is different. Twice, twice yearly occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> it will be more. I'll come back. Yeah, um, yeah. Allegedly. And then you're going to leave again. It's fine. I'm making my peace with it. I have new friends. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I've been replaced. You, it needed to happen. It's okay. It took two people to replace you, though. It did. So. Also, I feel like it's been, okay, I don't know how long it's been since we've actually done this. I'm Jen. You're Kate. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm Kate. You're listening to this podcast. It's haunted. It's been almost, like, literal years since we've actually introduced the podcast. Little like station that. identification there. Um, well, Christmas is over. We made it through. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited because now we're going to start... Our intermittent look at extrasensory perception. Mm. We want to see what it is, how it affects different people, how it interprets with different people, uh, how it gets used in this world, how it feels. Um, So we're going to sit down today with our first seer, Rick Wade. Rick, will you say hi? Hello. All right. So Rick... (laughs) um, has quite a lot going on. If Looking at his bio, we have um, Rick Wade, seer, remote viewer, past life reader. He's also the author of two books, uh, including The Awakening of a Seer and My Paranormal Journey, One Man's Obsession. Those are available on Amazon and Kindle. Uh, his name is Rick Wade, author name, R-I-C-K-W-A-I-D. Uh, and you have a couple events coming up. We're going to talk about those at the end. Um, so we are also joined in studio today with Katie Hello. of My my Crime Time. Uh, you'll remember her from all the times I've been on their show. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And then our good friend Brandon, who does not have a podcast, but was good enough to come <laughs> oh, out today. Come <laughs> yeah. He's like the only millennial I know who doesn't have a podcast. <laughs> um, so they were good enough to come out today because they are open-minded, but not rabid believers. Um, so somewhere in the spectrum of Jen and I, you two are in the middle. I'm like, yes, I believe everything all the time. And Jen's like, mm. oh, I don't know. I'm, yeah, That's exactly. the perfect stuff. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for exactly indicating my point. <laughs> um, so we're going to talk for a little bit first, uh, Rick, about you. Thank you for coming here today. I'm really excited you could come and be with us. Um, let me ask you this. Bunch of different titles in your bio. We've got Seer, a remote viewer, past life reader. Could you describe what those are? 
Well, basically a seer is, I feel that I actually see through people's eyes. Okay. So when I do readings, past loved ones, I connect with the actual past loved one and the actual person I'm offering the reading. <laughs> so it's kind of like I see through both of their eyes. When I do an actual reading for a past loved one, I actually only see their energy whenever they were alive. Okay. Not on the other side. Okay. So that's what I'm... Um, actually, that's what my ability is. So it's atemporal. You can kind of reach back through time yes. to when they had a living energy. Correct. Okay. Correct. And then does that then quickly play into past life reading? Yes. I actually, um, and they're, all, they're kind of different. So with past life, you know, a lot of people have different past lives. And I just tap into that energy, you know, if it was 100 years, if it was 1,000 years. It all depends on what's given to me. Absolutely. And then what about remote viewing? I don't have any concept for that. Basically what remote viewing is, uh, I've done this many times on forums. I will have people sit down in front of, in, in their living room, and they'll put three objects in front of them. Mm -hmm. Then I will concentrate and try to see those objects. And that's oh. what remote viewing is. We can see objects from a distance. Yeah. And that's um, what we do. That was a big study in the 60s when... Uh, a lot of schools working with the government, actually, Correct. were trying to test for ESP. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, uh, you would have somebody who might have uh, psychic leanings, uh, and they would sit on one side of a wall, and in another room, they would have somebody who's looking at, I don't know, a fez, a cue ball, and a pack of gum. Mm -hmm. And they would try and say, uh, you know, see what's in front of them, and say, oh, it's a you know, red hat, a white ball, Pack of Wrigley's. So like Eleven and Stranger Things? It has been so long since I've seen Stranger <laughs> Things. Come on. So many things have happened between now and Stranger Things. Is that what she was doing? I mean, I don't actually remember. She was ha! crushing Coke cans too, but okay. she was also like finding people. Well, it's definitely, for those of you who ever read uh, The Haunting of Hill House, that's one of the ways that they find the people who are in the actual book. Not the show, which is quite different. Uh, but okay, remote viewing. Um, so... How did you discover that you had extrasensory perception? Well, actually, my mom, um, she had a gift. A Cherokee Indian, we're Cherokee Indian. Okay. Our ancestors are. My mom used to read coffee cups. She would actually put coffee, mm -hmm. put a little water in a cup, and she'd spin it around, say a certain saying, lift it up, look at the hills and the valleys and the darkness and lightness, and she would tell you fortune. Yeah. Uh, and my brother was able to do it with spoons. He would actually have a little candle in the back and... All the lights, the flickers on the spoons, you'd be able to read. And my other sister would be able to hold an object to her forehead and know where the ob object has been. That's so, amazing. Wow. That's really so, cool. I So it's a family trait. Correct. That's fantastic. Um, how did it affect your family? I, was there a dynamic where, uh, for example, it's a burden? Sometimes it's more trouble than it's worth? Or was it something that you could you know, utilize in times of trouble. Uh, what do you think? Well, the thing is, you know, I didn't know I, I had anything going on with me until I was in my middle 30s. Really? So my first paranormal experience, um, I have a video on YouTube. Uh, if you look at it, you can see the door open as I asked it to open. That was my first paranormal experience. Oh, man. That would have given oh, me a freaking heart attack. <laughs> and, and you can hear it actually, this creaking of the sound opening the door. It's pretty pretty impressive. Oh uh, do you have a YouTube channel that people could check yes. that out? It's All right. AC Prater, P-R-A-T-E-R. -E okay. And AC Prater for YouTube. Correct. Perfect.
So, um, so that started my journey in the paranormal. And then honestly, you know, growing up, I've had nightmares my whole life. Okay, I used to walk in my sleep all the time, talk in my sleep. I always thought there were demons out on the actual branches outside. I would see things on the branches, or I'd see things in my house. Yeah. Well, things would appear, on it, like a picture. I look at a picture, and all of a sudden, it appear as something else. So yeah. I always thought it was, you know, demonic or something. But it really wasn't. It basically was energies and spirits saying, listen, wake up. You can communicate with us. Um, other people, like my friend Blue, who's been on the show before, uh, had a similar experience, and she described it as things tapping on her shoulder. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, pay attention to us. Sure. Uh, and, and it did. I believe it scared her at first, too. Did it ever make you feel like... Uh, it's, uh, okay, so some of those things that you described resonate with me as well. Um, and I've always been really good to shut it down. <laughs> I... I really don't try to engage because I have a fear of some of those things, that actual demonic energy. Um, whereas you've never, at first you thought it was demons, but eventually you got more comfortable with it? Well, basically what it was after that paranormal experience, no more nightmares, no more sleepwalking, none of that. All disappeared. Because that's what I was led to. See, they asked, that was my opening. Mm -hmm. you know, that was the actual beginning of my new journey. And that's when I got really obsessed with paranormal. Would you describe yourself as still obsessed today? No. Okay. No. I, I was really obsessed. Uh, I got to a point where I was doing EVPs. I'm sure you know what EVPs are, right? Yes. We've talked about EVPs a lot on the show. Okay. Well, I got really obsessed with EVPs. And I was honestly listening to probably 8 to 12 hours every day of audio. Mm -hmm. So what happened was I got fine-tuned. By doing this, mm -hmm. where I could hear noises and different frequencies than other people could hear. Okay. And I had that ability happen because I had actually I had Bell palsy when I was younger. Yep. And the Bell palsy gave me a special hearing in my left ear where I'm hearing at 13 year olds and hearing at 35 year olds. Mm -hmm. So I was able to hear different frequencies, and that's why I was going crazy with EVPs. I was hearing the spirits communicate. Like I was hearing them walk. I was hearing them talk. I was hearing them slam doors. All that was happening. And, and people with older yes, ears couldn't perceive could not that. Hear it, correct. That actually makes a certain level of sense to me. Uh, we've talked before on the show about children who remember their past life events quite easily. Uh, one of my cousins remembers being a German farmer. <laughs> He's a nice Wisconsin boy now, but uh, he used to believe that he had he was a German farmer who had an ugly wife, but she was very funny, and. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, that always makes me laugh. Yeah. Um, he's a great kid. Um, but he can't remember those things now. Do you think we lose that ability to tap into those frequencies as we age? I would assume, yes. Yeah, it makes sense to me too. So, uh, did you ever feel crazy? No. Good for you. It always makes me feel a little bit insane when something extra taps. But okay, all right, so that was never part of your perception. Do you think because of your mother, brother, and sister's experiences, you could be less afraid? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> Page two. <laughs> um, so how do your gifts work? Well, you know, I didn't have my gifts for a long period of time. It was the paranormal first. It was almost like I had to be in the paranormal field for a certain period of time yeah. before I could actually tap into uh, people's energy, mm -hmm. all past loved ones' energy. 
it was a long process, many, many years. And when I first started out, and there was a, a big experience that happened for me, I was actually had a bad storm happen in my town, like three foot of snow, and I was still obsessed with my uh, EVP, so I was running to a, an actual old abandoned house. I put my recorder on there and ran back, and I realized my vehicle was halfway in a ditch, and I couldn't get out. Oh. So it was kind of freaky. But a gentleman came around, drove around, he said, listen, I can get you out. I said, okay, great. He gave me some chains. I hooked up the vehicle. He said, give it gas and we'll get you out of there. And I gave it gas, it couldn't move. Now this was a Durango. I mean, I still had four-wheel drive. I still couldn't move. Then another gentleman came around. He said, I can get you out. I said, sir, I'm on the phone right now with the tow truck. I'm going to have them come and get me out. He said, no, I can get you out. I said, okay, we'll try it. So I tried it. He said, don't give it gas. And he pulled me out like nothing. Nothing. And then as I walk back with the chains, he hands me a brochure and says, stop doing what you're doing. It's a brochure about God. Okay. So that made me think, what was I doing? So I stopped doing the actual EVPs. I was getting 35 EVPs a minute. Yeah. That's too much. Getting. So it much. Too much coming to me. So I finally got out of the EVPs. And what was happening was to wean me out to EVPs, I was seeing little green Bibles. Mm -hmm. Every time I went to think about an EVP, there would be a Bible. So like God was actually weaning me off this. Absolutely. And then pretty soon I was off of it, but I still wanted to do something with the audio. So I started thinking, well, let me see what's going to happen at my next house. So I started seeing things in the future. And that's what was happening. I started doing it. And next thing I was at 20%, 40%, 60%. Pretty soon I was at 80%. And I said to myself, well, I'm going to take this and go on to forums around the country See if I can help people. And that's what I started doing. That's how I started. Fantastic. Um, I was, we've been Facebook friends for a hot minute. Uh, but I was looking through your page and you recently put up a video about a missing wallet. Could you tell us about that story? Well, a friend of mine at work, he lost his wallet. And he came up to me, you know, they all goof off. They all have a good time. Oh, Rick, come on, Rick, come on, see. Go ahead and see what you see. So I tell him, I said, well, first thing that came to me, I said it was a bathroom. I said, you just laid it in the bathroom. Okay, so he, two or three days went by, and he stressed out. He had $300 in it. He was really worried about it. So he went home. Actually, before he went home, he went to the store, and he, he told the lady at the store, said, please pray for me. She actually prayed for him. And on his way back, he was listening to some Christian music, mm -hmm. which is unusual for him. So he's listening to Christian music. And then all of a sudden, he got home, and all of a sudden, he went to the bathroom, and he looked over there, and they went over by his actual area was deodorant and stuff was, and there was another little basket laying there, and there was his wallet. <laughs> so right in the bathroom, exactly where I told him. But he never looked the first time because you know, like you know, a lot of people don't take it seriously. Of course not. But it really happened. So that's fantastic. So. Um, do you have any other experiences like that where you've been able to really directly uh, help people? I, I saw other stories about hearing the voice of a lady's daughter. Well, the thing is, I do EVPs. And I can actually, spirits can actually talk through real time. They can come through in real time or they can come through on the audio. So a lot of times I'll do a recording and I'll do a reading. And then they'll come through. The spirit will actually talk. But see, you're not able to hear that spirit talk on the other end. Because it's a different frequency. Yeah, because you're not able to hear it yet until I actually play the audio back for you to actually hear it. But it was in real life time. I'll get a lot of times the spirits will talk in real life time like they're right next to me. So it's just really cool. That's so, very cool. And then I'll play it back for them, and they'll be shocked. Because sometimes it shocks me, and it just drops me, you know, because it's really amazing to hear an actual spirit talk in real, real time. So, but yeah, I've done so many things. You know, I actually, on missing person cases, I've actually helped 
I actually gave actually where the actual body would be found. There'd be a big cross, two other small crosses to the right hand side, I said. And the main picture was posted whenever they found the body was the big cross and two other crosses and they found to the right of you know of the actual area. Yeah. But the problem is is with this kind of gift is you get you get things, but it's it's really hard to find a missing person. It really is. It's almost impossible. I've never really found one, but I've given clues where the body was. Or given clues of what happened along the way. Right, which can so, be... Which is positive too, mm -hmm. but I, I, I think there's different levels of psychics and seers and mediums. Yes. And I'm at this level, and sometimes, you know, the ones that actually find them are maybe a little higher level. Mm. So that's just how it works. So. Absolutely. Um, with those different levels, is there a way that you can develop, or do you think you're preordained to hit a certain level, and that's as far as you're going to progress? Well, I think you have to actually have a teacher. Okay. I'm right now considered the teacher, so I had to have I'd have to have somebody who's actually higher than me be able to teach me. That makes sense. So that's what I'd have to do. So, um, you mentioned God before in in and the little green Bibles. Uh, a lot of people, uh, especially in West Michigan, would say that the things that you are tapping into are in no way compatible with the Christian teachings. What do you say to people like that? Well, honestly, you know, the thing is, is what I do is I offer positive information. I believe that God, my God, that I believe in, if you're offering positive information to people, I think that's a plus, that's mm -hmm. positive. You know, a lot of times people will get offended by this, what I'm doing, but I'm not actually talking to the dead. I'm actually communicating and connecting with their energy when they were alive. Mm -hmm. It's a big difference than actually talking to the dead like the Bible says. Right. So I'm not actually doing that. I'm actually connecting with the energy that's around. Every place, look at all the people that live in, in this area and how many people has passed. All that energy is still around. Energy that's can how it is. It's not nice. be created nor destroyed. Right. That's a, what is that, the second law of... Don't look at me. I'm not a scientist. <laughs> well, you're the one in here working on a master's. <laughs> that makes you better than us. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, energy and matter cannot be created or destroyed. Uh, and that's always been one of the reasons that I believe very much in, in reincarnation or past lives. Um, I'm not sure if there's a punishment aspect to it. Um, some people believe that, for example, if you're a bad person, you're going to come back as, say, a flea, where I've always been more of the belief that you need to learn what it's like to be a flea, and you need to learn what it's like to be a 17th century servant girl, and things like that. Um, do you think there's a punishment and reward system in place? I don't know about that. Um, what I feel is like, Whenever I do research on an actual house and I say it's haunted, mm -hmm. they say it's haunted, and a lot of people will instantly think it's a demonic possession or demonic situation. And honestly, all it is is just the angry dude that was there that lived there before. He might be cursing, he might not watch you in his house, he might be angry, and, <laughs> and that's exactly what it is. the lights and he's going to shuffle your papers. And I've done that. I've actually proved that before by the audio and by what I'm picking up that it actually is the actual previous owner so a lot of people you know they get like you know even if they get touched on the back or are grabbed or something they instantly think it's evil it's not evil it's mm -hmm. just they're just trying to get your attention mm -hmm. just your cranky right. former neighbor kind of exactly <laughs> get off my lawn yeah <laughs> so when people get into those situations it, what's your next step oh it's your angry neighbor 
Can you ask them to leave? Do you do well, they see, need the help of a guide? Well, see, the thing is, I don't actually clear houses. Okay. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. um, I actually connect with the energy. I actually can offer what they're saying. I can actually, uh, you know, offer information to the owner, what's going on. Mm -hmm. I don't clear energy. Some people say they can do that. That's great. I don't do that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I have done things in the past where I've made crosses above my windows instead of prayer. And honestly, energy has stopped, you know. And, and that's not saying that it's negative. It's just that's just what happened. Right. Um, and the energy did calm down. But I've had a lot of children follow me home from graveyards oh. situations. A lot of children. That's heartbreaking. Um, uh, sorry, that... Those that, children that, freak me out the most. That one scared you. <laughs> yeah. See, like, to me, that <laughs> strikes me as incredibly sad. Uh, I... There's you a still lot of see children, the ghost children as children, and I'm just like, it's the creepiest thing possible. Whereas, like, every child that has ever existed is also my baby. Yeah. So. I'm scared of children, so. Like, even living children? Kind of. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's same boat. I see, on average, 240 kids a week. I love every single one of them. I'm in a little misty. Like, you guys aren't in this room right now, but I'm yeah. a little misty. She's tearing up. They're she my babies, is. man. They're all I my freaking babies. I went to grad school so I wouldn't have to talk to children. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to grad school so I can spend extra time talking to kids. There you go. Everyone's kids are different. the best people. Can you tell me a little bit about the ghost children who are following you? Yes, please do. <laughs> well, it's, it's interesting because, you know, I think a lot of times I would go to places, like, I had a big thing of going to, like, crashes on the side of the road. Oh, God. Oh. So, and, and I would actually go there and actually connect with the energy. And I would get named. I would get situation. I'll tell you a story if you don't mind. Um, I was actually driving, um, and this was, a, I believe it was a 17-year-old kid. And I was actually driving, I seen this, you know, I've been driving down this road many, many times. I've never seen this beautiful wooden cross, beautiful wooden cross. So one day it just caught my eye. So I went over and I did my EVP session. This is before I had a gift of seeing. Mm -hmm. And I would do an audio recording. And all of a sudden I heard an actual, my door open up and shut. Nope. Like he actually got in the vehicle. And the thing that was so interesting was that I kept going back there and doing stuff, you know. But there was no last name. There was only one name. So in my first book, there was only one name. Um, so I said to myself, you know, I need something here to help me. I, I don't know who you are, where you're at, or anything. So all of a sudden, I left the actual, um, the actual uh, cross, and I just started driving, and one of my coworkers said, hey, Rick, I need some help with some directions. So I pulled into a graveyard, just pulled right into a graveyard, and I was giving them directions, and all of a sudden, after I got done, I looked, and there, right in front of me, was the kid's tombstone. Oh, my God. <laughs> Now, how amazing, this is five miles away from the actual accident. Mm -hmm. So how amazing is that that's, to have that happen? That's, see, mm -hmm. it's like you dropped him off. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no problem about that. Isn't that like, interesting? I love that. Oh, my gosh. So did you feel the presence leave at that point in time? So I was still learning. I was just EVPing. I was actually mm -hmm. calling another medium that was really, really good. And I was asking her about it. She said, you're moving on. You're getting stronger. You're getting... And this is going to start happening for you. Mm -hmm. So that's what it was. I was actually just reaching for everything. But it was amazing to me. Most amazing thing ever happened. One of the most amazing things. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. I've had so many amazing, so many amazing things. It's crazy. Um, I, find, I'm, I find myself quite jealous. Well, I mean, yeah. I would love to hear all stars. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> feel free. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have so many. And the thing is what's so cool about it, you know, I've done, you know, I've helped so many people. You know, I'll tell you another story real quick. Whenever I started reading people, 
there was this young lady, she tested me first. She said, listen, can you read this name? It was on a forum. It's called Unexplained Mysteries. Uh, I am on there as so Unexplained Mysteries as a reader. So she said to me, she said, well, go ahead. Here's a gentleman's name. His name is James. So I just went out the name back then. I didn't need a picture or anything, just a name. So I offered information. Said he worked for the government, a whole bunch of other things. He said, wow, you're really on target. Everything is great. She said, can you connect with children? I said, well, I'll do my best. So she sent me a picture of this three-year-old. And the thing is about it, it was uh, funny how we're going with the children, honey. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, it's fine. No, it's good. There's always kids around me. It was it was a three-year-old, and she just said, can you look at this picture? So instantly I saw, you know, I saw a lot of blood. Um, that was the first thing that was shown to me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I got the person's name. I got the curve, what happened, everything that happened. It was really bad. Um, so she said to me, said, everything was on target again. I said, well, if you want to connect with your, it was her daughter. Oh. If you want to connect with your daughter, write down five things you want her to actually give to me that you're writing down, just to make sure it's from her. And one of the things was on number three on her list was that she would actually make three hearts for every year in the shower. Okay, she wrote that down. So I, I got that information from her, her daughter. And she told me exactly three hearts for every year in the shower. And she sent the picture back and it shocked her. And the thing is about her, she was actually in her home. She was not going anywhere. She was not working. She was having very depressed, having a horrible time because nothing was going right for her. She lost her baby. Yeah. But then this, after I did the session with her, she actually got a job. She didn't want to be back. She's doing great. Everything's positive. The damn broke. So, yes. So mm -hmm. what a big difference. You know what I mean? And that's a powerful thing to help people mm -hmm. in that way. So that's whenever I say, this is not evil. This is not negative. This is positive. This is helping people to heal, helping people to move on in their life. Right. Do you ever get messages that are negative and you just don't pass those on? When I first started doing... Readings. This is true now. I used to watch a really creepy show. Um, what was the name of that show? He was a really, he was a really bad, bad person that would hurt. And he would, he would hurt the people that did wrong. Okay. Dexter. Dexter. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, yes. Happy to help. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I would watch that show. Then all of a sudden, I would go do some past life readings. They were really crazy past life readings, but they were so on target. Mm -hmm. It was like it was a different way, but that was coming to me. But yeah, it's it's kind of scary. Whenever I do past life readings, they're kind of scary because there's a lot of negativity in past lives. The world a is a much safer place now yes. than it ever has been before. Yeah. Most of us were, most of us died in horrible situations Correct. that we can't even contemplate in this century. So I can appreciate, as a historian, why that would suck. <laughs> That's... And, and you know one thing, I did a reading for a lady, and you know, I get a lot of people that come through, and they're skeptics, and that's okay. They can be skeptics, but mm -hmm. this one lady came through, and she was like, really, just give me a hard time, you know? So I'm just reading people left and right, right? So all of a sudden, I got to her reading. I read her reading, put it on the page, but I kind of deleted it after I put it on there, but a lot of people saw it. Mm -hmm. It was bad. Mm -hmm. And I felt she was abducted. I felt that we actually took her into a cabin. We actually... And did horrible things to her. I mean, cut her fingers off. I mean, it was really, really oh. bad stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. really horrible stuff. And this awe hit her so hard that she came back on. She was one of my main followers because of that, you know, because I was seeing what she was actually living. Mm -hmm. Every night she would dream about this stuff. I did an actual, uh, another reading for a past life lady, and she said, listen, please read me 
I'm, I'm desperate. I said, okay, so I actually saw her as an actual serial killer in her past life. Which one? <laughs> Which one? I know. I was like, gotta, I mean, it's not your current life. Tell me so everything. Like, yeah, but, but like, Katie's <laughs> podcast is true crime. Can you tell? Uh, <laughs> let me tell you about this, though. The thing is, I would see her actually take the bodies and put different parts in bags. And Do you then, know which one? <laughs> There's a lot. There's so many. I know. Take, take the bags and marry them around the city, mm-hmm. different places. Did you have yeah. a time period for that? No, I don't know exactly I, I that time like, period, but she came back and said that every night she has the same dream about actually killing people and putting them in black bags and burying them around the city. You understand what I mean? Yes, so I do. I think it's more than, I think it's very interesting that, you know, some people actually relive that past life. They yeah. keep reliving it. They don't know what's going on. They don't know the emotions, the feelings. But when you give them that information, it takes all that burden, that stress, and all the anxiety away. Well, on top of that, you're validating. I mean, very few of us have killed people. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully. Speak for yourself, Kate. <laughs> oh, boy. But, but it's... <laughs> oh, boy. There were some hand gestures that just happened, you know. In the recording. It's a, it's a traumatic thing to take another person's life. I've heard. How do you know? <laughs> now I'm the danger. Yeah, I was misty about children before, but who's full of danger now? She's misty because she's murdered several <laughs> several people. Um, anyway, it's, it's a trauma. And to have that trauma validated by somebody else and say, yep, I understand what you went through because you also saw it, I think would be very powerful for people. Ooh, that. Sorry, she... this is why. No, I. Oh, <laughs> okay, sorry. All of that has to come out. I just blew a snot bubble at you. <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> super, super classy. Awesome. Well, I want to tell you another story real quick, if you don't mind. Please. Uh, these two ladies came to me on the forum and they said, please read us, okay? And they didn't tell me anything about it, you know? They just wanted me to read them. And honestly, as I was connecting with one, I was seeing the same connection with the other, and they both were abducted by aliens. Wow. Oh, that? that is super cool. And I validated because they've always talked. They've always talked about the same thing happening, and I gave them the story, mm-hmm. each individual, and then I actually compared the readings, and they actually were both on target, but they actually... Both were abducted at the same time. We um, might have to have so. you back on the show later this year <laughs> to talk specifically about alien abduction because it is on our episode list. I haven't told you that yet. Oh. It's on our episode list. <laughs> okay. Um, Jen just does what I tell her, guys. Yeah. Um, Lately I do. You're like, show up. Do I have to prepare anything? No. Okay. Just, so great. just be in the room and edit the show so I don't have to. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, So that was a little bit about how you've helped other people. Um, Before we jump into Katie and Brandon doing quick readings, uh, would you say that there's an ethical code for people who have extrasensory perception? Yes. I don't actually connect with nobody until they actually allow me to connect with them. That's just how I am. What does that mean? Well, basically, like here, I don't connect with none of your energy. Okay. Until we say, yes, I'm open to you. Yes. That's very consensual. That's good. Yeah. Consent is sexy. Uh, It's honestly, it's something I was worried about. Um, A lot of people in my life have died. Mm. Uh, Young, young deaths that, I mean, obviously I'm always like a live wire. When you started talking about car, I'm going to cry again. Hang on. Uh, My first death was a car crash death. 
uh, and those like I just haven't dealt with any of it and sometimes I feel those people around me and so when I knew you were going to come on the show after you had accepted the invitation I was like look man I am not ready to hear from these people because I'm not trying to cry on my show <laughs> more than I already do mm. so I think it's really nice that I you know I did express to you before we started um, recording that like don't tell me anything I don't want to know <laughs> But it's because I haven't dealt with those things. So it's nice that, you know, I didn't necessarily have to say, don't tell me because you're going to wait until you have an invitation. I think that's really cool. So um, you're not like a paranormal eavesdropper. That's exactly the, exactly. Oh. Thank you. That's exactly what I meant. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, that's really cool. Um, so other than don't be a paranormal eavesdropper. Mm-hmm. Are there any other ethical considerations? Well, you know, I honestly, I uh, just today I actually put a post on about being an empath. You know, mm-hmm. are you able to shut it out or turn it on or shut it out? And a lot of people say you can't. I, I believe you can because I am able to do that. You know, with my job, I did it, worked for a business for 18 years, and I went into old houses all the time. When I first started, I would get sick. I would mm-hmm. go into houses. Maybe so good. much energy. There was lights going off. I mean, everything was happening. Doors slamming right in front of the customers. It was bad. So I got to the point where I was actually making mistakes. It cost me money. So my wife prayed that I would actually stop. So I actually worked it out with the energies. I said, listen, when I'm doing my job, don't come to me. Don't talk to me. Don't communicate with me. Mm-hmm. And that's how I actually live my life now. I don't connect with nobody. I can go anywhere, any, anywhere and do anything and never connect with any energy. And I think that's positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people can't. You know, they'll get sick. They can't go outside, you know. But, you know, I think I just worked it out with the energies. And I worked it out, you know. Sometimes all it takes is a simple request. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am an empath. I feel things. I, I, I see, feel, and hear things. But the thing is, is, you know, with all these people around here, a lot of people are just... They don't know how to control things, you know what I mean? They don't know how to control it. And once they learn how, it, it's nothing. I can shut it off all the time. I work with police departments, and they, like, want me to read other people and stuff. Or read it. I said, no, I can't. See, I can't just read people unless I get consent from them. Mm-hmm. And that's why I told them. I said, it's called psychic spying. I don't like the psychic spy on people. So I don't want to actually get Oh, my God. Coming to CBS, CBS this fall, psychic spy. <laughs> I would watch it. the best. <laughs> I would absolutely watch that show. Um, so with that element of, you know, not psychically spying, does that affect you in human relationships as well? You, when you said the word empath before, uh, my bell went off. Um, I don't necessarily always get things from beyond the physical world. But if somebody walks into a room, I can usually feel how they're feeling. And then I sort of take that on my... So when I'm around really negative people, I end up kind of sucking that in and feeling very negative myself. Do you experience that with people who are on the same coil or... No. Okay, you only get things from the higher or lower outside. Well, you know, yeah, the thing is, when I first started, negativity was coming. Okay. And then I actually shut all that out. See, what the EVPs, I was getting low energy, low negative energy. I was getting like, I'm going to kill you, or I want to kill them, or go kill them. I was getting that. I learned to shut that out, and I actually don't give it time of day, and now I never worry about it. It never comes on. So, now I might get some negative stuff, some cursing and stuff, but nothing like it used to be. That's fantastic. <sighs> um, oh, uh, if somebody were seeking your services... 
is there anything they can do to prepare themselves to give you an easier time or a more developed reading? No. It's no. it's totally on you. You can... Right. Okay. Yeah, they always ask me, like, okay, what, you know, can I tell you? This is how I do whenever I do a reading. When I do a reading, um, basically, I offer everything that comes to me first. They're not allowed to talk to me about anything. Okay. This is why it gives me more of a validation that I can actually do what I do. Yeah. And it's very important for me to offer as much as I see here and feel first. I don't even let them even interact at all during the reading. And I like that because see, that breaks my concentration. When they say, oh my goodness, that's right. Well, that actually stops me from connecting. Mm -hmm. I want to connect and get as much information as I can, offer the information, then they can come and talk. So that's how it works. So. That's fantastic. I think with that, would you guys like to jump in? Are you comfortable with either Katie or Brandon, starting with one of them. I mean, whatever, to whatever level you're comfortable with. Oh, okay. I was, I was just, I was dressed, so I started dancing. You can see that because it's a podcast. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, this is a very visual Visible. medium. Thanks yeah. for that, Katie. You're welcome. Anytime. All right. Okay. So, how would you like me to connect with you, sir? Um, what are the, what do you mean? I mean, what are the options? Well, this is the options. Okay. General reading. That's connecting with your energy. Past loved one reading. That's connecting with a past loved one. Or past life. That's connecting with your past life. Um, I'm going to do past life. Okay. That's the one I wanted you to pick. <laughs> I just want to scoot out here. Oh, of life. course. I like, I like to actually get a little zoom here. Mm -hmm. That's better. Make yourself comfortable, please. Alrighty. So, um, first of all, now what's going to happen here is I'm just going to start seeing things, feeling things. And I, I talk fast. So hold on. Um, so basically what happens is I'll start getting information. I do get a lot of energy from over here, though, just to let you know. Is that me? Yes. I'm a big projector. Do you off. want me to go in the other room? No, no, no. I just feel like I get goosebumps on my left side of my face. Sorry. It's That's me. Okay. I've always been. Um, so let me go ahead and uh, connect with your energy. Now, the first of all, first thing that comes to me now, you got to understand, when I give you this information, be prepared. Because if it doesn't make sense, it's going to make sense. And you're going to actually dream about it. It's going to open something in your mind. Okay. So be prepared, okay? So the first thing is being given to me now. Now, this is interesting because as I connect with your energy, I see something that's actually, and it almost feels like to me like there's a connection to fire. That's the first thing that's being given to me, okay? There's a connection to fire. It's being given to me. And I don't know if this is actually, if you actually died in a fire or you had an actual connection to fire. But I know there's a fire that's actually being given to me. That's the first thing being shown to me. So uh, as I connect more with your energy, um, there's also something here about breathing. There's something that had issues of breathing in your past life. Now, I don't know if this is actually connected to the actual fire and to the smoke or something, but there's something connecting to fire, smoke, and breathing also in your past life. Um, also, it almost feels like to me, in your past life, you're a different size. You're actually taller, you're actually slimmer. There's an actual slimmer and a taller individual. Now, also, there's something else here given to me now. There's, um, there's something here about loss. There's something lost in your past life. It almost feels like, it almost feels like you lost parents, mom, dad. Uh, it seems like there's actually uh, something to do with actually being alone. So I feel that that energy now is actually connected with your energy now. Because I feel like there's actually pain. There's actually suffering. There's actually a loss here that's actually being given to me. Something about loss. Now, um, also, as I connect with you, there's something else here. Something about collections. Uh, I see something about collecting things. I don't know if this is actually connected to... Uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but I see you collecting things. There's something about here collecting things. I think you have... A strong feeling and strong emotions about these things that you could actually collect. 
So you could have been a collector in your past life. That's another thing that's being given to me. Uh, also, as I connect more with your energy, there's something here about there's something here about your looks. Something about your looks about trying to actually look different, uh, trying to actually put a mask on your face. There's something here about putting a mask on your face. So you actually hide from your actual emotions or you hide from your feelings or something. There's something about putting a mask on your face. That's another thing that's being given to me. Um, and the thing is about you, you have an actual, you have a strong heart. I mean, you have a really big heart for people. Um, and for, I mean, for animals, there's a connection here to animals too. There's a strong connection to animals and people. There's definitely something about that's being given to me too. It almost feels like me as I connect with the internet, I actually cry a little bit. But um, that's what's being given to me about you. Um, also, it seems like, as I connect with you, um, there's something else here. It almost feels like you're searching for something. It almost feels like you actually lost something or you're searching for something. And if you see, I'm having a hard time reading here because of your situation. Um, but anyways, it feels like you've actually lost something uh, and you're searching for something. It seems like you're just not happy right now where you're at or in your life. There's something here about searching and, and you're, you're missing something. So that's another thing being given to me. Also, it almost feels like to me is there's also, there's something here uh, being given to me. There's a connection to you being a female in a past life, so you have male energy right now, but there's a female energy too. It almost feels like you had a female energy in your past life, so you actually was a male and a female. Um, that's another thing being given to me, and it's really interesting because it seems like you actually were a different kind of person as a female. It seemed like you actually, uh, you know, you had to, your fingernails had to be perfect and stuff. It's just really weird because there's some connection here about you know being pretty or being connected to that. So is any of that making sense to you? Um, yeah, actually. I feel like that was pretty spot on. I'm yeah. so creeped out. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry. I am a little too. Yeah. I know Brandon really well. And so, like, as you're saying these things, I had all the goosebumps. Can, can we tell him about your mask? Oh, my tattoo? Yes. This um, is Brandon's symbol. Sorry. It's, well. Well, it's um, it's from Greek mythology. It's, I know, but it's yours. It's a Greek gorgon. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're, you know, they're atrotropaic, so they're supposed to, like, keep bad magic and bad spirits away and kind yeah. of hide those things, I guess. Um, but yeah, like what you were saying about the emotions too. And when you said, um, thing about you, like you felt like you were going to cry. It's getting a little teary eyed when you said that. Um, so yeah, I think it was pretty spot on. I'm so, like, yeah. I'm a gog. Yeah. Uh, so Brandon, for those of you who are playing the home game, <laughs> Brandon has on his forearm, a mask from Greek mythology. Both Brandon and Katie, by the way, are classics people. Uh, Katie uh, was an anthropology student at MSU. Heck yeah. Brandon studied the classics at Grand Valley. And so he chose that symbol of the Gorgon's mask as something to keep. It's your first tattoo, right? Yes. Um, as something that has a lot of great meaning, keeping that mask, keeping things away. <sighs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm... Definitely a very emotional person, but I'm very good at disassociating things and hiding my emotions. So that putting on a mask. Yeah, that was spot on. I the minute you said that, I was like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, sir. Yeah, thank That's you. Amazing. That was, that was That's amazing. Appreciate it. Let's. Okay. All right, Katie, you're in the hot seat. But do you need Katie and Brandon to swap spots so that she's a little less buried over there? I don't care. Okay. Okay. Cool. You did past life. I don't want to fuck with any loved ones here tonight. Um, so it's just kind of like general. What's that about? You're general. Yeah. Like general energy. She's interesting. She. Mm-hmm. 
just I mean just as I connect with your energy you're uh, you're interesting um, the re reason why you're interesting uh, there's something here is being given to me now you actually are pretty actually I feel strong vibes from you it almost feels like you have it seems like things actually connect to you or actually attest to you when I see that it's like it almost feels like you have like things coming to you that are actually attaching to you all the time so I don't know if this is actually connected to being an empath like a lot of people are but there's definitely something here about when you get up it seems like there's it, energies around you I feel there's a lot of energy around you I feel like there's actually a lot actually shining down on you for some reason um, and, and I know you talked about uh, past loved ones here but it seems like you have some guides around you uh, that's what's being given to me you actually have some actual it almost feels like as I connect with your energy it seems like you kind of go to do something and it seems like something happens to where you go the other way um, that's what's being given me something about having some strong guys is actually pushing you in a certain direction um, which is a, a lovely thing um, but it, it almost feels like you are actually I hear hard to tame for some reason you're hard to tame that's the first thing being given me something about being hard to tame it almost feels like maybe you have your own way of thinking or your own way of doing things that's another thing's being given to me uh, I think that's actually a positive thing that you actually do either either do research or you actually study things before you actually make a decision there's something here about being something uh, about that's being given to me about you know you just don't go and say okay that's what it is it seems like you have to do the research you have to actually do the studying that's another thing's being given to me uh, also it almost feels like you know even though you have this this energy about you I think you actually covering up a few things there's some things in your past that's actually being uh, given to me that you're trying to cover up or actually was hard for you uh, growing up as a younger person there were some uh, things in your past that's actually actually took a toll on you and I think you actually kind of either covered it up um, or it's actually still there kind of hidden you kind of pushed it away but there's definitely some kind of issue growing up as a child you had some actual uh, something happen uh, so it's being given to me also now there's another thing being given to, I actually feel a little pain in my head so I don't know if you actually think too much or if you actually put too much time into thinking on things but it seems like I'm getting a little headache um, and that's what's being given to me also about your energy also, it almost feels like as I connect with your energy, there's um, it almost feels like there's something going on here. It seems like there's a fight inside you at times. It seems like there's a fight. Go this way, go that way. It seems like there's some kind of fight. You're constantly fighting uh, with yourself. That's what's being given to me. Uh, another thing is being shown to me about your energy. Also, as I connect with your energy, there seems like it almost feels like um, I don't know if you hear things or feel things, but there's something going on with you that's actually. And I think you need to let it go and actually let it happen because I think you actually have a gift. There's some kind of gift here that's being given to me uh, about you. There's something kind of a gift here, but it seems like you're holding it down. You're not letting it out. I think you actually could do a lot better in your life and your situation if you just let go and quit being so tense and so tight. Um, that's another thing being given to me uh, about your energy. Also, as I connect with your energy, it seems like you're the kind of person that needs things either in a row or something like that. It seems like there's something here about having things done correctly or in a row. I don't know if you actually write things down or you do stuff like that, but there's something else here that's being given to me about making sure everything is done the right way. Uh, that's another thing being given to me. Also, it seems like, you know, there's an absence here. I don't know. It seems like there's a absence. I don't know who the absent is, but it seems like there's somebody that is absent in your life or that was absent in your life that you don't have or did not have for a while. But there's some kind of absence that's being given to me also. So I don't know if this actually did a toll on you as, when you were younger, but there's something here about being absence that's actually another thing that's being given to me about you. Uh, also, it almost feels like, you know, there's something else here being given to me 
Um, it almost feels like, um, it seems like your heart's been broken. Uh, I think that your heart's been broken. Um, and I don't know exactly how that happened, but it seemed like there was a, that's me giving me something about having a broken heart at one time, it's being shown to me. Um, and it almost feels like to me, like, you know, it seems like you relied on people and then somehow it didn't happen. They didn't actually do what they needed to do or something. That's another thing being shown to me. Does that make any sense to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, Kate's crying. Again. I know who's missing, but I can't say anything. I'm so sorry. That was so creepy. I love it. I think that's fantastic. Everything. Wow. Wow. Well, you need to get I give you a hug. Aww. I'll give you both a hug. Thank you. Oh, my God. I know, dude. Yeah, like, I wasn't yeah. gonna cry until you started crying. Yeah, well. I'm a known crier. Yeah, you are. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, wow. Well, I can say um, I've had much different method of readings, but someone else who read me, they read my foot. Mm. And I'm also sorry, my, what? They read my they read my foot, my palm, and my cards, and the things that came up was she looked at me in the eyes and said, you know, you're a witch, don't you? And I was like, uh, okay. And she pulled the same, someone's missing. It's from your childhood. So yeah, no, that's, um, are you comfortable sharing? Yeah. My mom died in 2016. Oh, wow. So yeah, that's what made me cry. (laughs) (laughs) That's stop it. I'm going to keep going and we're just going to be a ball of tears. This is your fault. I know everything's my fault. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Wow. Um, it kind of takes my breath away when I start to connect with the energy. It really takes a lot out of me. So yeah. I mean, if I do like 15, 20 readings, it's like I'm exhausted. Yeah. I'm no, tired. So I completely, when I do tarot for people, I, I don't tap into outer what's, what's beyond this realm because I try really hard not to do that. But after three, four readings, I'm wolfed. Like it's a it's a a lot of energy that you expend to tap in, and you're tapping much farther than I am, so I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Would you be comfortable with doing one more? I'd love to put Jen, our our <laughs> more skeptical. I mean, like, yeah, you if, can probably tell you're... everything about me already, just because like one, we're Facebook friends, <laughs> so you know everything about my political but beliefs. I really don't know much about you, honey. Oh, well, that's the safe thing too. Is I don't actually get into people's energy unless they actually want me to oh. into their energy. Well, I'm a battery, and most people can feel me whether they want to or not. And so it's it can be very easy for people to read me. But Jen, mm-hmm. Jeff, yes. oh, sorry, I'm tapping the table. Stop it. But Jeff, uh, slightly more reserved. Um, I think it is safe to say that you are slightly more, uh, como se dice, res- uh, not just reserved, skeptical. Do you think that's... Yeah, but very open-minded. Yes, very true. Yeah. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't have bullied me into doing this podcast. No. <laughs> so, yeah, I really... I find it interesting hearing other people's stories. And that actually... I I find them always very credible. So, I... Like, when I read something on the page, I can be very skeptical and, like, res- reserved. Right. But when someone's telling me to my face, like, what they've experienced, I can't... I find it very difficult to like discount it, so that's kind of where I'm at. Would are you? I don't want to. Yeah, anyone, I'd like, be comfortable if you. The reason I don't want to do this is because I don't want to like. I both do and do not want to hear from the people of who have passed on. Yeah, uh, I think it might be something I come to you for later, separately, not 
for everybody's consumption. Is this a, can I put you in the hot spot? Yeah, of course. She and I didn't discuss that ahead of time. And so consent, again, everybody, consent is sexy and it matters in all things. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if we want to do the third, the loved ones. If yeah. that's okay with you. A loved one? Yeah. Okay. And who am I connecting with? I just need the first name. Oh, just like someone from. Yeah, I have to ask. I actually go by a first name. Okay. Basis. Um, so. Well, dude, do you want to know who they are? Or do you no, just no, want no, the no. name? Just give me the first name. That's okay. Name, so. Henny. So you said Penny? Henny with an H. Oh, Henny. So male? Henny? Female? Female? See, it's hard when you get a name like that because it's hard to know if it's female. That's why I asked female or uh, male. Mm-hmm. So, so this is a female. Mm-hmm. So let me see now. Um, <clears throat> what happens is with the past loved one, I will be getting some information. I will offer what's being shown to me, uh, just like I did the other reading. So, and uh, sometimes the energy, sometimes even in the past loved ones, they don't like me to connect with their energy, so they'll won't give me information. But sometimes they will. So sometimes I go around and get the information. So I'm gonna go ahead and connect with Henny, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me see what's being given to me. Uh, first thing's being shown to me. Um, um, you know, the first thing's being shown to me is something about, now, I don't know this how it's connected to her wrist or her hands. There's something here that's being given to me, first of all, with the wrist and hands. Now, I don't know if this is actually even even connected to you or connected to uh, to Henny, but there's something about the wrist and the hands being given to me. The first thing's being shown to me. And sometimes, if you don't know the information, please hold on to the information. I don't know who this is exactly, but it might be shown to you or it might be given to you at a later time. But anyways... That's the first thing that's being given to me. So let me keep on connecting. Also, as I connect with uh, the energy, there's something going on with the energy. Um, as I connect with the energy, it almost feels like, to me, like it almost feels like either there was either a sickness or there was something about the health going on here. That's one thing that's being given to me, something about sickness or health is being given to me. It seems like the energy is tired. It seems like the energy is exhausted. Uh, that's another thing being shown to me about the energy. So let me keep on uh, connecting with the energy. Also, it almost feels like there is... It's really weird because as I connect with your energy, it seems like, it almost feels like there's an actual, this, the Henny, it almost looks like there's, it seems like you guys are really connected in a way. And whenever I say connected, it seems like as I connect with Henny's energy, I connect with your energy. It seems like you guys kind of have similar energy, so it's being given to me. Um, so that's another thing that's being shown to me. So there's got to be a strong connection here um, with Henny and you. So that's another thing being given to me. So as I connect more with the energy, there's here, there's something here also going on. It almost feels like um, there was something going on with Henny. It almost feels like, I don't know if this is exactly at the end, but it seemed like there was something going on. Uh, I see I see some either some pain or some suffering or some tears. That's another thing that's being given to me about Henny. Uh, it's being shown to me. So it seems like at the end there's something was happening where actually she was either in pain or suffering some way because that's what's being given to me. Um, that's being shown to me. So let me keep on going. Also, there's something here connected to the jewelry. Um, that's another thing being shown me, something about jewelry is being given me. I don't know if there was actually something handed down or something given. Uh, there's something here connected to jewelry. Uh, that's another thing being shown to me. It could be a necklace or it could be something else, but there's definitely something here that's being given to me about jewelry. Another thing being shown to me. Now, as I connect more with uh, the energy, there's something else here. It almost feels like there's a connection to the hair. Um, hair's being shown to me. I don't know what's going on with the hair, but the hair's being given to me for a reason. Now, either there was something happening with the hair um, um, or there's some, uh, some, a story about the hair is being given to me, uh, something about the hair is being shown. So let me keep on connecting. Also, it seems like as I connect more, there's something here coming in here about dreams. Uh, it's being given to me, something about dreams being shown to me. I don't know exactly if you dream uh, of this individual, 
Um, but there's something here about dreams is being given to me also. Uh, it's being shown with me. So let me keep on going on uh, with the energy. Also, it seems like you're, you're a tough cookie. Um, it seems like there's some energy. It, um, it almost feels like there's some walls put up here. You actually have some walls put up. I just want to let you know there is some walls put up on your end. That's being given to me. So uh, as as I keep on connecting uh, with the energy, there's something here coming to me about May, and there's something coming here about June that's being given to me. And May and June, these are two months that actually could be connected in some way, but May and June is being given to me also. Um, also, as I connect more, there's something here. It almost feels like, I don't know what it is about nighttime, but there's something here connected to nighttime. Um, I don't know if there's something that's actually said at nighttime or a connection at nighttime, but there's something here about nighttime also being given to me. Uh, also, and also as I connect more, there's something else here being given to me. Uh, I don't know exactly what this is, but something about the bed. There's some, something about the bed, the way the bed was, the bay, or something about the bed. I don't know if there was a connection to the bed, but there's something here being shown to me about the bed that's being given to me also. Um, so let me keep on connecting uh, with the energy. Also, there seems like there's something here. I don't know about the cooking. There's something here about cooking that's being given to me, being shown to me too. I don't know if this individual actually was a good cook, uh, or there's something going on about cooking, but cooking is also being given to me and shown to me. So um, also, it seems like I keep on going back to the pain. Um, there's something going on with pain, and I don't know if this individual had something going on where there actually was pain in different areas in the body, but that's another thing that's being given to me. Did that make any sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, bits of it were... <laughs> The energy that is coming off of you, it's there. I don't, can you guys feel like the only heat around in this room is behind mm -hmm. me, and there is heat coming off of you, yeah. And we're a good three feet away. Well, from and each I have other. to say, too, like the minute you started, I felt like just this wave of heat. Yeah. Too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if that was just my nervous energy, but I see. <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah. not. I mean, like I can normally feel you, uh -huh. and I'm not feeling you pulsing this way. Mm. Just whoosh, a wave of energy coming off of you. Now I'm glad I wasn't sitting behind Brandon because I feel like it would have been going. I didn't pick up on it as much that direction. But when you turned your body towards me and Jen, mm -hmm. it was a physical heat yeah. change. Who was Henny? So she was my grandmother. Um, okay. it's, Henny is short for Hendrika. She's oh. uh, Dutch. That is a boss name. Yeah. Um, so she's my Oma. She's a Dutch word for that. And the the first thing that you said um, about her hands and her wrists, she was arthritic. An, no, she was an avid knitter. Okay. So she was like knitting. She knit constantly. like constantly, constantly. And she would knit so fast that when she passed, she left this huge collection of baby booties and blankets and dish towels and like she. We still have collections of them that you know she made. Um, she did. She she had dementia um, towards the end of her life, so that could be where some of the pain came from. Um, she also lived in the Netherlands during World War II, so there was. That's not where you want to be. No, that's not so a great place to be. She had a very um, dramatic kind of young, like teen years. Was she was about that age when that was happening, and she had a very dramatic time there. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, and she was, as she had dementia in later years, she was just remembering that constantly and all of that. So that so there was the probably... Pain, a, I kept, kept getting pain, kept getting pain. I didn't know exactly what it was, but kept getting pain. So there was something going on about her bed. Do you know anything about her bed? Was it like a special um, bed? Because it seemed like there was something about the bed that was being given to me about the bed. I'm yeah. trying to, I mean, like a, lo a lot of the stuff that you said, I would it would trigger memories mm -hmm. of like her house and like her things. And so like, I, I do have very vivid memories of her bed 
in her condo that we would visit, but I don't, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know where it is. Where did she pass away at? Um, near here. She lived in the I mean, area. Where, where, where did she pass away? Was it oh. a hospital or something? Yeah, like she that? was in a, a assisted living home. The, did she pass away in a bed? That's what I'm trying to ask. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't there when it happened. I mean, so. that's the idea. Yeah. I hope I go out late. I, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I don't think there wasn't like a medical emergency. <coughs> so I don't. Yeah, I don't. That was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Now, I didn't have a connection. With, like, I know these. I know their their deal. I didn't know anything about Henny. Mm-hmm. Henny? Yeah. I like that. Yeah, she was badass. She was awesome. Um, yeah, some of the pain. So when she was in the Netherlands living through the war, like that was a really obviously rough time for everyone. Like there's a lot of malnutrition and she did have a lot of health pain problems that stemmed from that time. There was like a time when she had to hide in a hay cart for like hours while the Nazis were like marching through town. Like that she, and so from that she had this constant like, leg problem and when did she pass away um about eight years ago actually about almost exactly nine years ago now what month uh january when was she born um she her birthday was i think it's may or june like it's yeah that when you said those months i was like i think that's her birthday yeah. and there was a connection with me june usually it's you know whenever these yeah. come in they're usually pretty strong so yeah Fun. I know. <laughs> this has been so great. Well, wow. You. Wow. Uh, I think we I, I, we got to let you go live your life. Right. Um, as much as I would like to just like tap into you and learn everything. Um, I hope you'd be willing to come back someday uh, because I, I think you have a great deal more to tell people. Um, you do have a couple events coming up. Uh, guys, if you would like to meet Rick... And experience some of the things that he has going on, uh, you will have that opportunity. Page turn. Page turn. <laughs> um, one of your events is actually going to be January 22nd, which this is going up this coming Thursday. Um, yeah, so it'll be. Let me get that my phone. What is easier. that? The tenth. So 12 days after we launch this episode, mm-hmm. uh, there will be a, an event in Grand Haven. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, actually, I um. I work in Grand Haven, so it was. I thought it would be kind of nice to actually have an event out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I contacted the Holiday Inn. They said they would actually, you know, let me do the, you know, rent a room out, and I get this, you know, once I rent a room, uh, I'm, uh, I can do whatever I want. So I asked them if I could have this event first to get it approved, and they said yes, you can do that. So I got in the, a room. I got. Uh, I ordered a snack tray and I ordered a bar and peep and have. You know, you can have regular uh, Coke is free, you know, pop is free, but if you want to buy an alcoholic beverage, you have to actually pay for that. Um, but I'm going to be actually doing a giving away a gift basket uh, sometime during the night. I'm going to be offering readings to everybody that comes. So um, the cost is $40 per person. Which is um, very reasonable. Yeah. A, a lot of people, would be, you'd be paying $100 for a night like that. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, and the thing is, what I usually do is I offer a gift basket and then I offer a couple more free books giveaway. I'll have my books there for signing, and then I will be giving away a couple of free uh, future readings. So, I, you know, I try to make it fun and a great environment for people. And I'll tell you what, people walk away happy. They just got to give me a chance. That's all they got to do. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I mean, I'm not out here to hurt anybody. I'm here to help somebody. And once they understand and come out to one of my events, then they actually follow me. 
Mm-hmm. So, which is nice. Yeah, I can I can absolutely imagine. Now, um, you also still indulge in a bit of ghost hunting, right? Yes. Uh, I believe you have an event coming up in March at the jail in Crown Point, Indiana? Yes, I have one in March. Uh, I do have another event in February. That's right, Valentine's Day. Yeah, the Old Mill Museum in Dundee, Michigan. I'll be there. It's going to be a Valentine's like a date for everybody, you know, bring your, bring your girlfriend, bring your wife. And actually, I got people interested already. I just got one lady that bought seven tickets already. Nice. So uh, she's bringing her whole family. I mean, it's a family event. Bring your whole family. You know what I mean? Bring your brothers, uncles, cousins, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's fun. Last time I went there, we had a great time. I read 15 people. I gave away all kind of, uh, we gave away a whole bunch of gifts and connected with all the energies in the building. It was pretty amazing. So That sounds fantastic. So that one's going to be February 14th. And then the one February in... February 15th. 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 Thank you. And then the one in Crown Point, Indiana, where my good friend Katie lives. Uh, not this Katie. Not a completely me. different Katie. Um, but she listens to the show, so shout out to my girl. Um, and that's going to be at uh, a jail slash sheriff's residence, right? Yeah, it's called the Old Jail Sheriff's House. And basically what it is is where... I, I remember, I believe it was where um, Dillinger was housed. Oh, fun. So it's really interesting. It's really, the thing is you have this one, bu- uh, front of the building's all heated. The rest is all cold, so you've got to wear some warm clothes. But it's all the old jails where they had all the prisoners. Um, and we go from jail to jail, and we go up on the top floor, and, and we connect with energy. And the thing was, what's so cool is last time I was there, I actually do an EVP circle. And what it is is I get everybody in a circle, and then I actually have each individual ask a question. And then we listen back on the audio for the energy. And sometimes I will actually hear the spirits talk beforehand. And I'll say, I just heard the name John. And then we'll go back and play the audio. And all of a sudden you'll hear, as soon as I said that, you'll hear John on the recorder. Oh, so, goosebumps. Which is really cool. You know what I mean? We get that validation. Last time I was there, we heard an old phone ring on the recorder. Oh, an old nice. phone. And it was so loud. And I do this Facebook Live so everybody can see it around the world. So I think it's awesome to be able to give that experience out to everybody. I will make sure that we share your page in our discussion group. Uh, I'm sure you'll pick up some followers for us. This has been a truly remarkable experience for me. Uh, I've never uh, met with psychics with your kind of energy before. I've, I've, I've always, really, I've eschewed that sort of thing from my life. So uh, this has been a very positive experience. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. I want to do this in Grand Rapids, so... I want to do an event at one of the Holiday Inns here or someplace else. I like to do it in Grand Rapids. There's a you know bigger venue, a lot of people, more people. So yeah. it'd be kind of awesome. Uh, and my last event I did in Florida, I had 35 people. And I'll tell you what, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, they did everything. The people that helped me out did everything, which is awesome. But we had a great time. It was just wonderful. It touched a lot of people's lives. And it's amazing. I think that's... I, you're, I think you're using your gift in a way that is is kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of people who, uh, you know, have, have a slight touch of, of that kind of extrasensory perception, and they use it strictly for monetary gain. Yes. And you're not doing that. And I, I'm, I'm very inspired by you. Thank you so much for coming well, on the show. You. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank um, you. I'm going to let you depart. Wow, wow, wow. What a great experience. Uh, guys, that was Rick Wade. You can find him on Facebook or on his Instagram, Rick underscore Wade. His two books, uh, The Awakening of a Seer 
and uh, My Paranormal Journey, One Man's Obsession are both available on Amazon and Kindle. Check them out. See if you can go to his events. Again, they're January 22nd, February 15th, and March 23rd in uh, the Michigan and Indiana areas. Um, so check those out. Uh, with that, Jeff, we got one more piece. What do you got for us? Uh, I have a listener story. And uh, this comes from Wendy. And uh, she says, Hi, my name is Wendy, and I really enjoy you too. And I feel like we're friends, even though we've never met and maybe won't ever. Hey, Wendy. Girl. This is kind of like meeting. Like, you know, this is how me and my A husband first met. I mean, this is kind of, that's how I met you, basically. It was like, yeah. I listened to your show. And then all of a sudden, Liz was like, oh, Katie's coming over to record. And I was like, who? She's like, Kate from this podcast is on. I was like, I'm sorry, you're bringing a celebrity to my home and I don't even have furniture yet? Yeah, that's a big time. Big oh, time. Was, yeah, we're, the, time we're the real big time. Yeah. yeah. yeah oh, my how, God. how we met. Yeah, you really didn't have furniture. I brought a camp chair. Yeah. <laughs> I just moved in like three days prior. Your couch looks real nice, though. It's comfy. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, uh, anyway. Andy, this isn't our meeting story. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, I have a story from when I was about an eight-year-old. I'm pretty atheist and I have a lot of skepticism, but I've always believed in ghosts and I believe I've had an experience. Yes. I lived in this house with my mom and two little brothers for a year or two as a kid. I was eight or nine, so young, but old enough to decipher between what's accepted as realistic and, quote, normal and what's not. It was overall a fun place to live on a backcountry road in our Northern California small town. I would play with my two younger brothers a lot, catching frogs, climbing fences, and being adventurous kiddos. Cute. Very cute. Outdoorsy, which uh, I think both Jen and I are like, mm, I have nothing to share on this. <laughs> but good for you, Wendy. It takes all kinds. There's definitely times where my parents were like, you need to go outside. <laughs> and it's like... Why? <laughs> There's no air conditioning outside. There's no air conditioning inside. I was just a firmly indoor kid. Yeah. And then I'd be like, okay, fine. I'll go walk around in the cemetery. <laughs> and here we are today. Here we are today. Thanks, Mom and Dad. <laughs> you had no idea. Of course. Of course. Um, All right. Back to Wendy. Back to Wendy. Um, I... Uh, mm-hmm. I liked living in that area, but I hated the house and the energy it had. It's hard to explain, but I never felt welcome there. And I didn't like to sleep there. I always begged to go sleep at my dad and stepmom's house or my grandma's because it just felt weird there. And one day things got really freaky and I still remember it so well. I remember exactly what I felt. Shock, disbelief, denial, and absolute dread. Even then, I was pretty tough and skeptical. I loved watching really scary movies like Nightmare on Elm Street and It. My cynical dad had trained me well, but nothing could prepare me for what occurred. Holy shit, this web of tapestry of words you're weaving. I cannot I'm wait. On the edge of my seat, literally. Okay, where I was. <laughs> there we go. We got too excited. So we lost excited. Our I can't follow my place. Um, I was playing with my brothers right outside the house. They were about four and three years old at the time, pretty much toddlers. There was a window on the side of the house we were playing by, and I had my back turned to it. It was daylight. Suddenly, I had this extremely creepy feeling that someone or something was behind me, and I slowly turned away from my brothers. Yes? (laughs) You good? I'm fine. Just keep going. Okay. Uh, There's this little girl with really long, dark hair (laughs) looking back at me. Like the ring. Through the window. No. Thank you, please. Uh, She was almost transparent, like really light colored. 
I knew it was a spirit of some kind. I just knew she was dead. She looked dead, but I didn't know what to do. So I just turned away and closed my eyes for a few seconds. When I turned back and looked around, uh, she was gone. Mm -hmm. Yep. You said nope to that energy. Thank you, please. But also like. Go back into the house and sleep tight. Like, what? <laughs> how do you go back from that? What is normal life now? What's worse, seeing a ghost or no longer seeing the ghost? What's worse than finding a worm in your apple? Finding, finding half, half a worm. worm in your apple. <laughs> yep. um, I have never asked my brothers if they remember or saw anything, but they were so young. I'll probably bring it up eventually. I did, however, discuss the weirdness of that house with my mom years later. We had moved by then. My mom remembers waking up many times and hearing little footsteps and children's laughter, children running through the hall in the middle of the night into the living room. And, of course, she thought it was us every time being bad. Oh, no. Oh, see, this is why I don't like the children ghosts. There's, but they probably just need still a little hug. and they have tiny pattering feet in the laughter. Oh, the laughter. Oh, God. <laughs> You know, all those ghost children are seriously messed up because people were like, well, there's a 50-50 shot that you're going to make it to five. So we'll start paying attention to you then, child number six. You get your name on your fifth birthday. So they're all just not. And then through the whole 19th century that children should be seen and not heard. And now they're like, well, hear this, motherfucker. Exactly. Uh, Oh, shit. Sorry. I need both of you to watch The Orphanage. I will oh, never fuck. watch that. <laughs> oh, fuck. It sounds scary, and I have a policy against scary movies. <laughs> Fair enough. It's scary, but it's also very heartwarming. But you know how much, like, I don't have the baby the, gene? Did yeah. he like, get adopted at the end? Like, what? <laughs> or did he just kill everyone, and, like, kind that of, was the heartwarming actually, part? Actually, yeah. The baby ghost found the forever home. Is that what happens? I mean, like, you're basically spoiling the whole movie. Okay, cool. We don't got to watch it anymore. No. It's really, it's worth watching. Is it's, that um, good? It's produced by Del Toro. It's Spanish language. And it's oh, really good. Okay. Sorry, back to Wendy. God, Wendy, I'm sorry. Wendy, it's like we're friends already. Yeah. <laughs> it's cutting each other off. <laughs> yeah. Brandon's the only one with any goddamn manners yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> listening politely. Okay, uh, so her mom, you know, hears fucking children's footsteps and laughter. Um, and she'd rush out to see who was there, nothing. Uh, She'd sleepily rush out of her room to get us back in bed, and there would be no one there. She'd check in on us in our rooms, and we'd be sound asleep. That is the beginning of every horror movie. (laughs) Stop it. Um, okay. She also remembers being awoken by something in her in her bed and com- and uh, being completely unable to move as though it was pinning her down. Yep. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. Or ghosts. Oh my God. Or combo bladder. Who knows, really? Um, she felt completely awake when this occurred and it scared the shit out of her. She just couldn't move or speak and had this terrible feeling and huge weight on top of her. She believes there was evil attached to that house, and so do I. I shit you not, this is what we experience, and partially why I believe in ghosts and dark spirits. Peace out. Keep the goodness coming, Wendy. Wendy, soul sister. (laughs) See, that's the difference. Like, if you feel darkness attached to the kids, yeah, shut that shit down. Okay. Shut that shit down. Uh, So good for her. What's it? I mean, I feel like, though, I can't tell the difference, because the creepy ones are also laughing. (laughs) You would be able to tell the difference. Honestly, like, if you worked on promoting that perception, yeah, you know, and and if you can, Mm -hmm. I work on shutting it down constantly. 
There's okay. So there have been a couple times in this past year where I've seen things in your house. <laughs> no, fuck no. I shut that shit down. Okay. No, no. I do not want anything in my house. <laughs> Get out. No, it's more like in the museums I've been in. Okay. Um, actually, the most recent one was I was working at the front desk, and uh, you have a clear shot of the gift shop. And um, I was talking to someone at the desk, and all of a sudden, I hear and see something fall. And I just, like, had, didn't really think about it. Um, but the person I was talking to, like, like whipped around and she was like, what was that? I saw it. It, it was knocked off the shelf. And I realized that the reason it didn't really make any um, – that it didn't really seem weird to me was because that shit happens all the time. <laughs> and it never occurred like, to yeah, me. Yeah, Frank, whatever. That it was weird. Or, like, I always just – because it's, like, a lot of glass shelves. Yeah. And so sometimes things can, like, get friction and they can, like, get slippery. And yeah. So, like, it's a lot of, like, if it's, like, a plastic package or something, like, it can just, like, get that, like, static energy and just, yes. like, slide off. Um, and so I just always assumed that that's what it was, but this was like a solid wood tray filled with glass shelves. Yeah. I've never had anything really with static. I'm energy. just like, like making all of this in, bullshit up. You have something wrapped in like cellophane, <laughs> not like plastic it. wrap, but like the actual, like not stretchy cellophane, but like yeah. gum packaging. or like the only thing that comes to mind is a pack of cigarettes. Sure. Like that sort yeah, of film around like packaging, it. Like, like if it's really dry or really wet or whatever, and it like goes truly dry, you can get like static and it will i guess it will i it's I'm not making this up it's never Maybe happened in our house mm-hmm. we have a number of glass tables like the, we have glass tables out here too and i've never had anything like that happen okay well and this was like a solid wooden tray and it was like on a high shelf no one was around it and it just like it was like as, as if a cat would just like like knocked it mm-hmm. off and it flew off the shelf. Yeah, no, that's not like a cigarette packaging. No, no, cellophane. no. Like that's and something. I, like I went and I like felt like in the the shelf was perfectly level. Nothing was around it. Nothing was leaning on it. There's no way it could have fallen off on its own. It's what happening, Jess. All museums so, like, are just haunted by ghosts. Oh, cats. for sure. Well, I know well, they're all haunted. Well, this like, one was but, like by cats. I okay. So I don't <laughs> think they're all haunted. I think it depends. Okay. okay. Um. So like this, like all the experiences I've had have are in like former homes. Okay. So I think that has a lot to do with that. It. Makes sense for sure um, because there's like other museums that have been like purposely built just like as a museum, and I don't get fuck all from those. Okay. So like I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Like the people would always people came to the Titanic exhibit. Yes. And like spent the night there and, and got readings, nothing and got nothing because I was like it doesn't feel it's so like. Removed. antiseptic it's so clinically like present well not clinically like it's very emotionally told like story-wise but it's this like object that's been so far removed from its original from place it so wow this has been a roller coaster <laughs> of an episode <laughs> yeah really i i got nothing i'm i'm spent yeah you gotta what sign us off baby well i mean to just I mean, oh yeah. Uh, we should probably say thanks to Brandon. Thanks to Brandon. Uh, Brandon, thank you for being here. Uh, Brandon, do you have anything you want to promote, kiddo? Um, no. Right on. Katie's <laughs> your personal Twitter. <laughs> I don't have a podcast. Like, do you have like a cause? Like, no. don't choke sea turtles with straws. Like, like just anything. Fuck just sea turtles. Like, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm so especially don't fuck sea turtles. Tur- okay. <laughs> My connection with animals. Don't. Don't animals. do it. Okay. That's for real. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Katie is joining us from My Crime Time. Heck Check yeah. out their show. It's funny as fuck, and you'll hear me from time and to time. My as in M I as in Michigan. Yeah, like Michigan. It's a pun. It's really Damn. hilarious. We don't edit, so if like you hear this and you're like, this sounds so smooth and wonderful. I don't want that. Listen to my show. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> perfect, perfect. If you ever just want to hear like raw shit right yeah. there, there you go. And we talk about crime. It's fun. It's cool. Come join mm-hmm. us. You'll hear Kate on there occasionally. Yay. I think I need to start a podcast. Heck yeah, you do. You yeah. should. Be like any self-respecting millennial. <laughs> yeah. Start your own podcast. It's super fun. I really, I honestly didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I do. Yeah, it is blessed. Like I like get ideas for it in the middle of the night, like mm-hmm. roll over and type them out. Like, so like, is there a thing that you don't know anything about, but just like feel very passionate about. <laughs> That's the topic okay. of your podcast. You know what though? I could also see you doing stuff on the classics and like Greek mythology, like talking I mean, about Greek yeah. culture. Oh, about I what you fuck know. with that hard. Well, I don't know. I feel like that's a very specific market. All right. Well, we'll, I mean, so we'll, come, this. we'll circle back to this maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'll circle back. To you know, we'll, this is, you heard it here first. Do, do it on the, yeah. tell you what everybody, get on the discussion <laughs> group, tell us what Brandon's podcast should be about. We'll start a convo. Also, what would your podcast be about? That would like, yeah. that's a fun yeah. discussion topic. Well, one of our friends started one about medieval history. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, it's the, something about medieval history. The rogue medievalist podcast um by our friend Lori and she's put up two episodes right or just the one I don't remember you didn't tell me to check that one Kate I'm sorry (laughs) uh guys check check out the rogue medievalist uh that's a friend of ours um if you want to find us digitally you can do so. I mean, I assume no, you're already just, being... like, Google the fuck out of it. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm being <laughs> sassy now. <laughs> this, is, this podcast is incredibly tired and bitchy. <laughs> fuck off. No. Um, <laughs> we're haunted underscore pod on Twitter, and where this podcast is haunted on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find our secret discussion group, which is not very secret, but we do have to answer a question. It's um, There's secret questions to get in. Got this answer podcast right. is haunted discussion group. Yep. This podcast is haunted discussion group. Yep. Come join us. And if you have a story that you want to share, you can email us at this podcast is haunted at gmail.com. At gmail.com. You have to do the gmail.com twice, and the second time you have to sing it, or else it won't go through. <laughs> People are gonna believe you. <laughs> that's how right. email works. Uh I think that's everything you guys need to know. What a great day. Everybody, thank you for listening. Uh stay spooky, motherfuckers. Bye. 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 Oh, we all have to say goodbye. Bye. 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 Good enough. Bye.